the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is made possible through the sponsorship of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship and through the generous giving of faithful donors like you. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, you can visit us at awordforlife.com. Welcome to A Word for Life. A Word for Life is the radio ministry of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, located in Tacoma, Washington. And now, here's Pastor Michael Fields with A Word for Life. chapter verse 14 notice if you will what the word of the Lord declares was there it says the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways and a good man shall be satisfied from himself the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways and a good man shall be satisfied from himself well today dear ones the Lord has impressed upon me that we need to pause for a moment in our examination of what the Lord has been saying to us that is found in Luke 17. We've been looking at Luke 17 now for about a month, if not longer. Um, and so we need to pause for there for, for a time in order to address another issue that the Lord has told me I need to address on today. Um, so I would like for us to turn our attention to the verses of Scripture that we have found here in Proverbs 14, verse 14, and towards what the wisdom writer says to us here um, that is found for us in this text of Scripture. And the topic that I would like for us to consider on today, dear ones, as we look at this verse of Scripture, the topic that I would like for us to consider comes to us in the form of a statement that the Lord is making to us on today. And that statement is this. You left me long before you said goodbye. You left me long before you said goodbye. Dear ones, the Lord has sent a word on today. That is not intended to condemn. It is intended to call home. It is not intended to rebuke you and, 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 and put scorn upon you. It is intended to encourage you to return and come back and be reconciled to your father. It is not intended to shame you. It is not intended to embarrass you. It is not intended to do any of these things. It is intended to show the Lord loves you. And he, has, he still has a plan. He still has a plan for your life. He still is calling you. He's still calling you. He's still calling you. Despite all the other things, despite all that the enemy has tried to say, despite all the circumstances of life that have come your way, the Lord is still calling you. Calling you into relationship. Calling you to family. 
calling you into a love relationship that he has once had with you. To some, he once had this with you. He, he, he once had this relationship, and he's calling you back to it. And so, as I said, we, we were going to deal with some things, but, but we need to understand that in order to deal with these things, even though the Lord is, as I said, he's not, he's not trying to shun or, 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 or condemn anyone per se, he's calling you home. But we have to understand, the scripture says, by mercy and truth, iniquity is purged, and by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. And so, in order for this thing to have the effect that it needs to have in all of our lives, we must begin to understand the causes and the reasons behind why we ended up in this place to begin with. Because if we do not understand the causes and the reasons behind it, even though we may come back to the Lord, it is highly probable that we will end up back in the same situation. If you do not know how you got there, you don't know how to prevent getting there again. Amen. Everybody understand what I'm saying? Amen. And so you have to understand that the Lord is saying, yes, I am calling you home. Yes, I am unctioning you to come back. Yes, I am sending you a word, letting you know that I love you and I want to have a relationship with you. But in order for us to have this, you must understand how you got here, how you ended up in this place. What were the causes? What were the reasons? What were the things that cause all this to take place. And so as we understand those things, we can then begin to realize how we need to take steps to, pre to prevent that from happening again. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Amen. So dear ones, I would like for us to focus our attention, as I said, on what the Lord says to us here in Proverbs 14, verse 14. Let's look at it one more time and read it one more time. It says, The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways, and a good man shall be satisfied from himself. Now, dear ones, as we begin to look at our text, the first thing that we want to take note of is the topic that the wisdom writer is addressing for us here, because he is addressing the issue of backsliding. He is now beginning to address the issue of backsliding. Now, I know that there are some who have taken on and accepted a theological belief system that basically says that a person backsliding from the Lord is not something that is possible for that person to do. And, 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 I, and I know this to be the case because Sister Anne and I were at home earlier today and we were watching TV and this thing, this, this belief system was clearly stated in a message that was preached this morning. So I know this is not something that, that certain people have. This is a pretty wide thing. Um, and, so, and so there is a theological belief system that basically says that a person backsliding from the Lord, a person backing away from the Lord and their relationship with the Lord is not something that is possible for that person to do. That belief system, dear ones, it basically essentially says that once a person has made a profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, that that person is then saved. That person is then forever sealed by the Lord and by His Spirit, and that person can never lose what the Lord has given to them. So that is what that belief system says. That person says once a person has made a profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and received, that, received and accepted God's offer of salvation that has been given to them, that person is then saved. They are then forever sealed by the Lord and by the Holy Spirit. And that person can never lose what the Lord has given to them. And so the whole issue of a person potentially backsliding 
in their relationship with the Lord, for those who hold this belief system, is a mute point. Because in, it, it is not something that is possible for that person to do. And so the whole issue of backsliding to individuals who have accepted this belief system, it's a mute point. It, it, what do you, why are you talking about this? It's something that you just can't do. It's not possible. Um, and they will use passages of Scripture to support and substantiate their position Passages like what's found in John 10 and 10. So hold your finger here in Proverbs 14. Well, let's all look. Let's look. Because these are brothers and sisters in the Lord. These are fellow followers of Jesus Christ who hold this position. And there was, we, we need to see where they're coming from and, and why they are holding to this position. So John, the 10th chapter, notice what we're told in verses 27 to 30. It says, Jesus says there, he says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. And so Jesus says here clearly that no man can pluck or take out of his hand those that the Father has given to him. And then in Philippians 1 and 6, notice what we're told in Philippians the first chapter, verse 6, Philippians 1 and 6. Notice what we're told there, dear ones. Paul says there, he says, Being confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. And so here, dear ones, these are just two verses of Scripture that people use to support and substantiate their belief that once a person has made a profession of faith in Jesus Christ, that that person is then saved, they are forever sealed by the Holy Spirit, and they can never lose what God has given to them. Um, and my response to those who hold this position is I would simply ask that they honestly and with an open mind consider some following things, the following things that I'm about to present. I would ask that they simply, with an, with an honest and open mind, with an honest heart and an open mind, consider the following things. One is I would ask for them to consider the number of times the issue of backsliding and making sure that we hold fast to the Lord are discussed in the Word of God. That's the first thing. I would ask them to simply and honestly take a look. Take a look at all of the various times the issue of backsliding and the issue of making sure that you are holding fast in your relationship with the Lord. How many times that topic comes up and how many times is discussed in the Word of God. Dear ones, notice what we're told in Jeremiah, the third chapter. Jeremiah, the third chapter. Notice what we're told there. In the book of Jeremiah, the third chapter, notice what the Lord says to us there. Jeremiah 3, we're going to be looking at verses 6 through 8, and then we're going to jump down to verses 20 to 23. But Jeremiah, the third chapter, starting at verse 6. Dear ones, notice what the Lord says there. He says, The Lord said also unto me in the days of Josiah the king, have you seen that which backsliding Israel has done? She has gone up upon every high mountain and under every green tree, and there has played the harlot. And I said, after she had done all these things, turn thou unto me, but she returned not. And her treacherous sister Judah saw it. And I saw when for all the causes whereby backsliding Israel committed adultery, I had put her away and given her a bill of divorcement, yet her treacherous sister Judah feared not but went and played the harlot also. Now jump down, dear ones, jump down to verse 20. Notice what it says. 
The Lord says there, Surely as a wife treacherously departs from her husband, so have you dealt treacherously with me, O house of Israel, say the Lord. A voice was heard upon the high places, weeping and supplication of all of the children of Israel. For they have perverted their way, and they have forgotten the Lord their God. Here we go. Return, you backsliding children, and I will heal your backslidings. Behold, we come unto you, for you are the Lord our God. We will get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message in just a moment. But we wanted to take a moment to share with all of you that the aim of our radio ministry at the Word of Life Bible Fellowship is to share the good news of Jesus Christ with as many people as possible and to strengthen and edify the body of Christ through Bible teaching that is both clear and relevant. We would like to see this ministry go even farther in accomplishing this work, but in order for us to be able to do that, we need your help. If you are able... After you have given to the support of your own local home church, if you are able to help us with the cost of airing this program on this station, we would greatly appreciate it. All donations are tax-deductible, and they can be sent to the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, P.O. Box 8903, Tacoma, Washington, 98418. And if you would like to learn more about our ministry and be able to listen to some of the archived messages from Pastor Fields, you can do so by visiting us at our website, which is awordforlife.com. And now, let's get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message. So do you want to notice how many times we're told, talked about here, the Lord talks about backsliding Israel, backsliding Judah. And then he says, return to me, come back to me. Now, if you could not leave, why is the Lord calling you back? If it was not possible for you to leave him, why is he having to call you back to himself? So as I said, there was the, but now, now let's all look at what we are told about a man who, have, who was a follower of Jesus. And he was an associate of Paul. His name was Demas. Notice what we're told about Demas in 2 Timothy, the 4th chapter. So 2 Timothy, the 4th chapter. Notice what we're told about this individual, as I said, who was a follower of Jesus, and he was an associate of Paul. And his name was Demas. Notice what we're told, 2 Timothy, the 4th chapter, verse 9. Notice what it says there. It says, Paul says there, do your diligence to come shortly unto me. Here we go. For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, Cretans to Galatia, Titus unto Dalmatia. See, Paul says here, he says, Demas has forsaken me. He's left me. And he has left me because he loved this present world. If it was not, and this is the New Testament, if it was not possible for Demas to do that, why is Paul saying this? Why is Paul bringing this up? And then there was, notice the warning that is given to us about neglecting our salvation and allowing things to slip on us that is given to us in the book of Hebrews. So Hebrews, the second chapter, notice what we're told in the first three verses of Hebrews, the second chapter. The writer says there, he says, Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, 
how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? Again, dear ones, why is the Lord saying this to us in his word if it is not possible for a person to do this? Why are we receiving this kind of warning, this stern warning about something that a person just can't do? And so, dear ones, I would then ask for those that hold to that uh, theological belief system, I would then ask them to seriously consider the context in which all of the verses that we have just read and others like them are all written in. The context in which these verses are written in is not one that is describing for us someone who has lost something that they previously had or had something forcibly and forcefully taken from them that they did not want to let go of, nor are they describing for us someone who really never had something. So that's what they try to say. Well, the person who backslid, well, they never really were saved. The context is not describing for us somebody who never really had something, and so there is a profession of something, but never the actual possession of it. A lot of times they'll try to use to justify the position, well, people that walk away from the Lord, well, they never really were saved to begin with. They never really were saved. And so they're, they're not losing something because they never had it to begin with. But the context of the scriptures that we're reading shows these individuals actually had something. They actually had it. They're not, they didn't, they're not professing something they didn't have. They actually were in possession of it. The context in which all these verses are written, as I said, is not describing for us any of these types of things. The context in which all these verses address is describing for us either one where a person is willfully, volitionally, and voluntarily letting go of something that they actually have and leaving it behind, or they are being warned about doing this type of thing and encouraged to hold fast and to hold firmly to what it is that they have. Because, dear ones, I will submit to all of you that there is a world of difference between someone having something forcefully or deceptively taken away from them that they did not want to let go of versus someone who willfully and voluntarily puts something down and walks away from it because it is something that they no longer want and no longer desire to have. That is the difference. That is, people that hold to that theological belief system. Well, Jesus said, nobody can pluck them out of my hand. We're not talking about somebody forcefully taking you away from the Lord, forcefully removing you from your relationship with Jesus. That is not what is being discussed when we discuss backsliding. What is being discussed when we discuss backsliding is somebody who who is willfully, voluntarily, and volitionally laying down something that they no longer want and walking away from it. It is, it is one thing. If Brother Darrell goes to the gym and he has his keys in his, in his sweatpants and he takes his sweatpants off and, and his keys are there and he's just carrying them in his bag but he puts his bag down and his bag kind of goes sideways and his keys fall out. And then Brother Darrell, after he's done doing his sets, he picks his bag up and walks over to the next, the next machine and he's lost his keys. That was never his intention. That was never his design. That was never what he intended to do. He did not intend to lose his keys. They're gone. Now somebody could come and take them from him and go drive off in his car. Well, that is that has been deceptively done. That has been taken from him, but it was not his intention. That is one thing. It is a whole different other thing. If Brother Darrell says, I'm tired of this car. I don't want it anymore. And he puts the keys down on the desk and walks away and leaves it. And then come back and get it. 
That is what backsliding is. It is a voluntary, willful decision to walk away from your relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, it could be deceptively done. You could have fall for deception. You could have fall for the tricks of the enemy, the deception of the enemy, or the, or the deceitfulness of the world, whatever it is, or just the cravings of your flesh, whatever it is. But at some point in time, you made the willful decision that I no longer want to follow Jesus Christ. I made the decision. I no longer want to do that. And I'm going to do this instead of that. My desire, my flesh, my longing, whatever it is, it is moving me to make a willful decision to go after this and no longer remain with that. Demas has forsaken me. Lord have mercy. And so, dear ones, as I said, I will submit to you that there is a world of difference between these two things. But thirdly, I would sincerely ask for those who hold to that theological position to seriously consider who it is that is saying all this to us. Who it is that is saying this about backsliding repeatedly in his word, repeatedly encouraging us to hold fast in our relationship with him. Who is it that is saying this to us? As you look at the scriptures, dear ones, over and over again, the context shows that this is God speaking to us. This is God himself. This is, not, this is not some man saying it or some person saying it that is simply being reported in the scriptures. As you look at the context, you will see that it is God himself speaking through the prophet and saying, tell them this, tell them that. This is what you need to share with them over and over and over again. It is God that is speaking to us. Amen. And there was notice the personal testimony that God gives to us about himself that is recorded for us in Isaiah, the 55th chapter. Notice the personal testimony that God gives to us concerning himself. In Isaiah, the 55th chapter, verses 8 and 9. Notice what the Lord says there. He says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Lord have mercy. In other words, dear ones, the Lord is saying to us here through the prophet Isaiah, he is saying to us, I don't think like you think. And you don't act like I act. That is what the Lord is saying. I don't think like you think. You think one way, I don't think like that. And you don't act the way I act. You act one way, I don't act like that. And so, dear ones, unlike us, here we go now, unlike us, the Lord does not do things, like say things that he really doesn't mean. The Lord doesn't do that. How many of us have said things you really don't mean? Tell you, shame the devil. You say things you really don't mean. The Lord doesn't do that. The Lord is not like us in that the Lord does not talk about things that really don't matter. Lord, let's talk about stuff that really don't matter. You just kind of bring up conversation because you don't want it to be silent in the room. So you just, hey, how about the Mariners? You don't even like baseball. But you just want to talk about the Mariners just to have something to talk about. The Lord doesn't do that. The Lord does not bring up random things so, to talk about so that have no significance and no relevance. The Lord does not do that. If the Lord is bringing up an issue and talking about it, then we must conclude that it is something that he is serious about and it is something that we need to take seriously. Amen. If the Lord is the one bringing up the issue of backsliding, 
repeatedly in His Word. And if the Lord is the one bringing up the discussion of encouraging us to hold firm and hold steadfastly in our relationship with Him, if the Lord is bringing it up, you know we got to take it seriously. We can't just dismiss that whole issue. Hello, dear ones. This is Pastor Michael Fields. And here at the end of today's broadcast, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of you for taking the time out of your day to tune in and listen to our program. My hope is that today's broadcast has been a blessing to you in some way and has helped you in your walk and in your relationship with the Lord. And I want to encourage all of you to tell a friend about this program and join us here next time as we look into the riches of God's Word in order to find a word for life. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.